Blog Talk Radio. Hey, hey, hey. You're tuned in to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee, where we talk about all things sex, relationships, intimacy, sex, love, and hey, more sex. Because, honey, around here, it ain't your mama's talk. Welcome to Front Porch Sex Talk with Monica Lee. Happy home day, y'all. It is Wednesday. What a week. It has been, Lord Jesus, one of them weeks. And tonight's theme completely fits. I'm thinking, oh, what can I talk about? And so I came up with Calgon Take Me Away because, you know, that's how I feel sometimes. Well, today, I am the poster child of it. <laughs> it's Calvin. Take me away. The busy girl's guide to keeping it all together and sexy, of course. And I'm so honored because I have one of the most amazing souls that I know. She is the hardest working mama, sister, goddess, rebel out there. <laughs> I have Naomi, Aww. aka Camera Rebel from Honest Brutality, with me tonight. How are you, darling? Wow, what an amazing introduction. Thank you so very much. You're so sweet. I just absolutely love you. I love you, Monica. I love what you're doing. You Uh, are just helping so many people out there, and it's just an amazing thing you do. So keep up the good work, girl. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So how's it going? No, thank you. You're in California, right? Yes. I'm in California. It's going good. I'm busy. (laughs) Just like you were saying, absolutely busy. So, and so give us a little say, background you know, just, of what you do. Who are you? What do you do? Yeah, I mean, I, let's let's tell everybody else how fabulous you are. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I wouldn't go that far, but um, <laughs> so I am. <laughs> I am a mom of three kids, and um, and that the love of my life. Gosh, it's going on. I do believe like four years now. Um, at a festival, and we dated each other um, for a good three years, I do believe, and we, so we lived an hour away, and we commuted, you know, back and forth every other weekend to each other's home, and um, he's he's got four amazing um, kids as well, so we have a huge family together, and we've combined households. I, I have a you know, my my two girls, my son is grown and on his own now, so that's pretty amazing. But yeah, I am a I'm a full time mom and I work full time. I have a, a job other than, you know, honest brutality and so I am You have a big girl job too, huh? <laughs> I do exactly. I have a yes, it's very nice. So I'm an on air personality for um Honest Brutality, and uh, we do podcasts as well as uh, Rock Rage Radio. So, yeah, super busy, super busy. I knew that when, you know, you were going to be coming on tonight, you would be perfect because you are the the single mom. You are the mom 
you are yeah. the mom. You are the everything mom. And plus you do, you know, a radio show and you you still look fabulous. I love when you do your videos and you're, I'm like, oh. <laughs> she looks amazing. So, yes. And I'm like, oh my God, how did she do it? <laughs> you are really too kind. You are really too kind. There's filters, you know. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love my filters. A little um, bit of vintage yeah, no, darkness, that little beauty filter. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and then and then also I forgot to mention. So you, you the listening audience might be wondering why um, it's AKA Camera Rebel. Well, um, I do concert photography as well. So add that oh, into the mix. That's amazing. That's my passion. So. Yeah, definitely, and and life is is definitely is you know you juggle you juggle between um, you know being a lover and being a mom and and working full time and just trying to put on the many hats that that takes as well as trying to um, do stuff for yourself you know to keep your to you know for me to stay healthy at least I try you know so it is definitely a balancing act. And, you know, there's so many women out there who are losing the battle with trying to, you know, do their family life and their work life and, you know, play dates and dinners and meetings and projects. And, oh, my God, I remember, you know, my son has grown. He's, oh, my God, he's going to be 25 this year. Sweet. Good God. <laughs> it's too fast. It, they grow too fast. It's insane. I know. Oh my it's gosh. Crazy. But Look I was so old, huh? I know. It's like I mean, well, you know, this morning I was talking about you two and the Joshua Joshua tree. Thirty years old. When, where the hell was I thirty years ago? <laughs> you know, exactly. I still listen to it like it's exactly. yesterday. I still love it. So, you know, time just flies. But I remember when. You know, he was in school, I because I'm a nurse on top of everything else, that I was working 16-hour shifts in the ER or 12-hour shifts in wow. the ER. And, yeah. and I always worked at night. And still, you know, I would come home, take a nap, make sure I was up in time to pick him, pick him up from school, make dinner, get him ready for, you know, bed, do projects, check homework. And then it was like, right. it was a constant cycle and I was, you know I I did lose myself I didn't know oh, anything you, other, right? you know other than Monica in the scrubs and the clogs and right. you know I completely lost myself I wasn't in my divine feminine I wasn't feeling I was definitely not keeping it sexy <laughs> right. not, well um, you know you know when we're when we have so many hats and we're doing doing stuff for other people and and you I do believe I just know just just by listening to you and I just feel it, feel it in my heart that you are and just with the show Monica you are a giver you are you want to give to people your time and your energy and and I'm the same so I will you know do for my family and do for you know my my clients and do for um, the bands for the podcast and you're just giving yourself to all these different outlets and you do, you lose yourself and you forget to give to yourself. And I think one of the biggest things is, um, is that we have to, we have to, as, 
as women. And you know what? Let's just not segregate this to women because there are men out there who are single dads, who are raising kids, who are, um, you know, working. And they have, you know, so it's, it's, you know, in general, um, we lose ourselves. So I think that we just have to come to this place um, within ourselves to say, you know, it's, a, it's okay for me to be a little bit selfish, to take this time for myself, because if you don't do that, then how are you going to renew and rejuvenate your inside soul to be able to provide all those other things to the people around you? Exactly, exactly. And, you know, I've known... That is hard to do. It is hard to do, and you have to give yourself permission. That is one of the first things when I'm working with my clients. I gave myself permission a long time ago. I mean, knowing, I mean, I've been the psychic medium since I was three. I've known about everything else from a very early age on. And I've always been doing this line of work, plus the nurse, plus readings, plus sessions and the love coaching and all that for a while now. And Mm -hmm. still, you know, taking care of my family and, you know, everything else. And I had to give myself at first permission to just sit down for five minutes and enjoy my very large Mm -hmm. bird's adult beverage, which here in Texas is usually sweet tea. It's a Long Island iced tea minus the Long Island. Sweet tea, basically. (laughs) (laughs) So I gave myself permission to just sit there for five minutes and shut the door or sit on the floor in the bathroom and blast my Depeche Mode or whatever and just sit there. You know, I, I remember there was an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond where the wife. I love that show. I know, me too. What's her name? Deborah, where she sat there and she was listening to the theme of ice castles and she just cried. And she was like, you know, sometimes you just, you just need to cry. (laughs) And that's what I, sometimes you do, you just have to purge. Right. A lot of women feel guilty for that. And you just have to give yourself permission to do that. We have to give ourselves permission to be that goddess, to be that lover, to make time for our lover, you know, to make time for ourselves in order to be that goddess, in order to be that lover and that mom. And, And, yeah, there are dads out there, too, who are, you know, totally rocking the single dad thing and raising kids on their own. And, they go through the same thing. They're, I have I have a friend who was just telling me about that over the weekend. He, I totally have a dad bod. I'm like, you know, dad bods are hot though. <laughs> like, I don't have right? time. To I agree. Gym. I know dad bods are hot, especially if they have facial hair or something. You know, I'm just saying. But <laughs> and do you know that? Yes, exactly. So statistics say that so if you were to take a guy with a, this perfect body and then you were to take another guy with a dad bod or, you know, whatever, statistically speaking, women will go with the dad bod over, you know, the perfect body. Exactly. Exactly. And I have to say, I'm one of those women. I would totally yeah. pick a dad yeah. bob, you know, dad bod, because he's just no, it's more natural for me and organic and it's just sexy. Yeah. Everybody's got the exactly. <laughs> but you know, going back to being yeah. so busy and letting we tend to block our own divine feminine, and then when All we the do, time. we block everything mm-hmm. else. 
and we yeah. start to feel that burnout and it affects every yeah. aspect of our life that you know our intimacy oh, part yeah. our you know our our sexy part our creative thinking right. part our it takes away it, it just blocks our drive everything about us and i remember okay. the first time i had my my tantra healing way back when I, I think I talked about this last week was I was so blocked. I couldn't write. I had complete writer's block. I was burnt out at mm-hmm. work. Dating was just, it was like, I kept attracting the wrong guy. And it was, I was like, what am I doing? So I, I went and I had, for me, I, it was very important for me to go through that. And yeah. It's like, oh, okay, I can do this now. I was writing, you know, I, everything just cleared. And a lot of yeah. times we, just, we don't do that. We we may not know that we can do that. Exactly. And, and you know what, also, I think that, um, I think a lot of times we, we don't, and I just don't know if this is a girl thing or a personality thing or, you know, what have you, but... A lot of times we, you know, we don't um, allow people to meet our needs or even specifically say, hey, this is, this is what I need from you right now. Um, right. From, from our lovers, from our kids, from our, um, from our job or friends or, you know, what have you. Um, for prime example, um, <laughs> last, last week I sent a, a multi-text or a multi-text out to my family and I said hey here's the deal every Wednesday night we're going to do family night because I come home and everybody does their own thing we're all so busy in our own little world and I'm like we're all going to we're all going to do something as a family we we always eat together but once you know dinner's done everybody is gone so so we, we got together last night because you know I'm doing the show today and um we went to go like watch a movie and I was like, no cell phones, no, and then halfway through it, like, my girls had their cell phones, and I'm like, okay, this is not what I was, this is, no. <laughs> it wasn't going and I was you like, <laughs> Exactly, and I was like, at that point, I was like, you know what, okay, I'm out, but, but the fact of the matter is, is that they know, that they know that that's what I need. Mom needs to feel connected to, um, you know, I need to feel connected to my kids, and I need to feel connected Bye. to my um, lover, and that's very important because you know what that does for me. That makes my soul flow, and then all of a sudden, I'm blossoming and I'm becoming this goddess. You know what I mean? Right. Because it just completes it completes my my full circle. Um, yeah, definitely. So I think that, ladies, if you're listening, it's okay. It's okay to, you know, tell your loved ones what you need from them. There's nothing wrong with that, and guys too. Right. It is. I mean, we, you know, and as moms, and I'm sure you can relate, we fall into that. We get lost in the, but I'm a mom, Mm -hmm. but I'm a mom. And we forget that we are also, you know, I'm I'm also Monica. I'm also the lover. I'm also the nurse. And I'm also, you know, all these other, you know, like you said, we wear many hats. And for me too, just like you, 
because I think we were truly separated at birth and we think the same with the same brain. <laughs> I need to feel connected to my, to my son. I need to feel that mom, right. you know, that, that mommy warm fuzzy that I get from that. I need, and then, mm-hmm. you know, I put on my other hat and it's like, I need to feel like that badass, you know, playing epic music. I, and then, you know, it's like, okay, yeah. And then I need to feel, you know, like I'm, my brain is, you know, doing something to help somebody and, you know, I, all I need, it, it is that full circle, like you said, and too many times people, you know, guys too, get lost in I'm, I'm the dad because everything focuses right. around our children, obviously, you know, right. but mm-hmm. in order to see that, you know, epic dad or epic mom, we have to still bring all that other stuff into, you know, full circle. And we have to, yeah, we do have to ask. And there are times when, you know, I am the true Scorpio. I am stoic. (laughs) I am stubborn. I am stoic. I am, I mean, I am that girl, you know, I don't ask people for help. I don't ask. I just retreat into my goddess bat cave and then I come out and I'm like, okay, I'm good. And sometimes it's like, I just want somebody to climb up into my tree house with me and hold me and just let me take off the cape and put the microphone away. (laughs) Well, it's a a moment of vulnerability. You know, what you're saying, what I hear you saying is just that there's moments where you need to feel vulnerable and you just have to have that soft place to land and, and, you know, I've, I've preached this to my kids ever since they can, you know, understand that when we walk in our home, this is our soft place to land. We, right. we are subject to so many um, things when we walk out, negative things when we walk outside the door, that when we come into our home, this is, this is our, our safety zone, you know? Um, and right. I think that, I think that's kind of along the same lines of what you're saying, it, it like um, in a mental kind of fashion, you know what I mean? Like, right, like definitely. This is, it's our safety zone, and you know, everyone, every now and then, we need to decompress. We need to take that cape off, and we need to be vulnerable, and that's so hard to do. It so is. And do. When you allow yourself to be vulnerable, you allow yourself mm-hmm. to bring in that intimacy. Again, a lot of times we lose right. that intimacy with our partner because we're so, you know, I'm super mom, I'm super this, I'm super that, or I'm super dad. And mm-hmm. to, it's so beautiful when you can, at the end of the night, mm-hmm. literally, like you plug in your cell phone, you need to plug into each other. Even if you're just laying in bed and holding each other, you don't even have to speak. And a lot of times, People miss that mark because they think when they hear intimacy, they think sex or relations or whatever. And sometimes the deepest intimacy is just laying next to each other, just being present with each other. And um, next month, actually, I am, I, I, did I wrote a chapter in a book for Renee Savant. She's the author of 
what's your mom of the Bible and porn never taught you about sex. <laughs> I know. I love that title, by the way. It's amazing. <laughs> and, and it, you, you know, guys, y'all can go, everybody y'all can go to holisticsexeducation.com and download it for free. It's an amazing ebook. Yes, and I wrote, I think it's chapter four. I think, I don't remember, but it's called Red Hot and Sacred. And I will be talking about mm-hmm. that next month because it is the month of love. Every month should be the month of love. But exactly. I'm going to I know. Everybody waits for that once a year thing. No. No, don't um, do it. Don't do it. I know because then it's like everybody's scrambling at the last minute to try to figure out how to date, how to be in a relationship, how to be in a marriage, how to be, you know. Right. Whatever, and it's like, exactly, exactly, and and this is my busy time right now, because everybody wants to learn how to have the dating points for Valentine's Day, everybody wants, you know, I have several bookings for women, because I belly dance, I'm also a belly dancer, and I love it in meetings. That's awesome. <laughs> I haven't performed or done anything in a long time, but that's part of. That's you it. Know. I'm moving to Texas, girl. <laughs> <laughs> come on, come on down. Um, hey, we can we can carry our guns, right? <laughs> yes. Oh my God, we can totally carry our guns and we could go belly dancing. <laughs> that's amazing. Love it. Awesome. <laughs> but, California gun law is a different show, another show. <laughs> that's a whole other, other, other show. Right? <laughs> Girls with guns and their sexiness. <laughs> Woo, right? Talk about feeling powerful and sexy. Woo. Oh, I know. I digress. I, I know, I know. We need a moment of silence because now it's my my trigger finger is itching. <laughs> Right? Exactly, exactly. But um, so I I do a lot of awake. I don't know if you want to call it awaking the goddess or or what. Show people how to reconnect, and I even have um, not this Saturday, but the next Saturday, where I am going to go and cook for a couple and set everything up and walk out. You know, I'm, I've been talking to them for a while. They're, they are clients of mine. And so I'm going to be the client, the finale and I'm going to mm-hmm. <laughs> go and set the stage for them and um, cook and, you know, let them, let them do their mm-hmm. thing and reconnect. Um, but like I said, next month, I'm going to be talking about how to, definitely reconnect red hot and sacred it's not church it's not a sin and you know it we have to literally set time aside just like we do play dates for our kids oh, yeah. or we set you know, our times for our shows we have to set aside a time put it on the calendar to be with our lover even sometimes I, I totally agree because you know what? You can sit there and you can say, okay, well, we need to 
you know, have more intimate time together, but then, you know, a week goes by because you're crazy busy, and then another week goes by, and another week, and you're like, wait a minute, where's the us time? Well, it's okay. You know, you some people just feel like it might be superficial to put it on the calendar to say, hey, every such and such a day we're going to do this, but really it's not. It's meeting, it's a goal. It's meeting that goal. You know, if you're at work and you you need so many sales, you set a goal so you can meet that goal every week. It's the same. Right. It's the same thing. Exactly. And yeah, it's not a superficial thing, and it's not no. something to take lightly because when you have a family and you have a career, it you get lost, and so you. Yeah. you you have, like you said, you have to put things on the calendar, and that Absolutely. is. And I'm going to talk about also honoring each other and just giving gratitude for each other, you know, and keeping yeah, it on. That's the, important. You know, we have to give gratitude for ourselves. I was talking with a girl the other day, and you know, she's just not happy with her body, and My, she's always sick. Most of the time. Yeah, and I said. Do you give thanks for your body? Are you giving gratitude for even waking up? You know, and and that body, when you start loving your body and your temple, then mm-hmm. all that positive energy starts flowing through and you do feel that divine feminine and you do feel like that sexy guy. Right. And that's and you know, another another like good thing to do and um you know hey if you have to put this on the calendar then do it and um you know it's it's hard to do so and and usually i do you know i do this within myself so at the end of the day before bed you say you know three things that you're that you that you have gratitude for that you're very happy for and you know thankful rather um but also, you know, for people out there who are disconnected from their partners, you know, this might be an idea for them to, you know, when you, when you and your partner are covered in for bed and getting ready to go to sleep, you know, say three things that, you know, you're you're thankful for and that you, you know, three things of gratitude. And you know what? It doesn't even have to be about each other. And it could just, and you can do it. You can do it the same thing, you know, every night for a week. But what you're doing is you're putting that positive, that positiveness in your soul. And what you, what you create, you get. Right. You know, so. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. I'm, I'm big on giving gratitude and speaking, yeah. speaking life back into my life and speaking, you know, positive. I mean, this past year has been a whirlwind with, you know, creating, you know, Front Porch Sex Talk has been in the makes for a while. And all of a sudden it was born. It took a bad breakup for me to finally be like, oh. Sometimes those are the greatest things in the world. Oh, my gosh. You know what? There are how many millions of people. Yeah, they are. How many millions of people out there in the world found themselves after a bad breakup? Wow, it's mind blowing. It's like, you know what? That was totally blessed. Thank you, God, for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I went through the motions. Well, I, you know, I, I shouldn't say went through the motions, but I went through the process of mourning that. And then, mm. you know, I cried. Listen to Depeche yeah. Mode, some chocolate, some chocolate cake, some tacos, <laughs> drank a whole lot of sweet tea. And I'm like, 
All right, so check <laughs> off the makeup panties and let's get her done. <laughs> you know? Exactly. And it was like, oh, here we go. And it was it it was just so many doors started opening because finally I was like, okay, you know, I, I'm good, I'm good. And right. Keep right. And so many people get stuck in that. You know, they sit in their ashes and cry and cry over this or that. Why isn't this working? And they're trying to literally force that yeah. circle into that triangle, and it ain't. It's not working, darling. <laughs> it, it's not working. It didn't work when you were a kid with the toy that did that. It's not working now. <laughs> right. No, no. Keep, you know, pass, go and collect $200 and keep going, baby. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. Is there anything that you do to indulge yourself to after a long day or, you know, to reconnect with yourself, with your goddess? Um. You know what, every once in a while, do the, you know, the bath and whatnot, but I, I like to read a lot, and, and so when I'm, when I'm laying down and reading by myself, I'm, you know, that's a, that's a good connecting thing there, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really hard to, I can't tell you on a daily basis that I do something like that for myself, but I do things beyond that, like, um, I like to go and get my nails done or my hair. And so those big things for me just kind of keep me going. You know? Right. And that is indulgence because sometimes we don't even have time for Absolutely. that. It's like, oh, I haven't done my eyebrows. I'm not going out in public. <laughs> you know? Right. Right. <laughs> you That's know, I need to go to the I'm starting to look like Lily, you know, Lily Munster with my gray streak here. Although I'm, I guess I'm going into style because everybody is getting <laughs> The silver streets That's in there. Like, I'm in style. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Monica, what do you do to bring yourself I, to that point? I love to read too, and I love mm-hmm. to sit up in my treehouse with a cup of tea and read because I, you know, I am a writer, so it's nice to not be writing or not be behind right. the computer to have and I will never ever never ever never never ever and this is just my personal preference y'all so don't hate me um <laughs> you know like my my son keeps wanting to buy me like the Kindles and all that stuff I'm like oh my god no I love the smell of books I love the so, feel of it the texture I'm a collector and I like to see them all stacked and in alphabetical order and it, yeah. It's sexy. reading is sexy for me, and if I, uh, I'm single, but if I ever have another relationship or a lover, he better like to read because reading in bed is just sexy. And if he doesn't read, he better yeah, fake it. Just So I have to tell you, this is oh my gosh, funny story. Yeah, we're definitely the same person for sure. So um, I'm I'm the same. I like I like books. I like to I'm very tactile and extremely tactile woman. So I like to touch the pages. I like to to feel yes. the texture of the pages and the smell and the flipping of the. So yes. anyhow, my 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 lover, he's very technical. He's like, you know, you need you should do this. And he's been hounding me ever since we met. He's like, you should, you know, download it on your phone and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I don't want to do that. Well, I jump ship. 
And and it was actually last month I bought myself um, a Kindle, and I love it. I got really? the Kindle Paperwhite. I got the Kindle Paperwhite, so it still looks like paper, you know? Uh-huh. Oh, my God, uh-huh. I love it. But I still nice. love my books, but I love this, too. So you might, because uh, I said I would never do it. You might be eating your words. <laughs> I know. My son, like I said, he's always, he's huge techie guru. I still don't know how to work my TV. I've had it almost two years, and I know how to turn it on, hit guide, and go through that. But he's the one that sets all my technical stuff up. And, I, I, and I'm like, I don't, what, no. And he goes, Mom, you're going to love it. You can take it everywhere, and you don't have to carry. Because when I go on trips, I have a backpack. I always have three books. I have a book that I'm reading, a book mm-hmm. that I keep for emergencies in case I finish that book, I'll read something else, and then a book that nah, I'm not really interested in, but it's an emergency in case I finish those other two books. And and mm-hmm. funny story is um, – I used to work in, um, like I said, I was an emergency room nurse, and on slow nights, believe it or not, there were actually slow nights um, in the big city, I had, an, you know that the movie The Notebook by Nicholas Sparks? Oh, yeah. Well, that book, right. it was way even thought about being a movie when he first wrote it, and it came out, I carried that book. I can't even tell you how many months I carried that. That was the backup to the backup Aww. book. And I love it. I finished those books and I was like, oh, hell. I guess let me read this one. I read it in eight hours. So, wow. <laughs> I was so cute. But so now, now you've mentioned your son a couple of times. So and and I can tell like you guys have an amazing relationship. So how how was Monica as a mom um, raising raising your son? Tell me about that. Well, I always made it a point that I was going to work at night, and I put myself through nursing school and still took care of him because he was just. Mm-hmm. You know, like four or five at the time, and um, but I always tried to be that example for him. You know, hard work is going to pay off, right. and um, right. we even moved because we were from a small town. We even I even moved to Houston so that he could have more opportunities, and I did whatever I could possible to give him mm-hmm. those opportunities. He wasn't you know spoiled. He had what he needed. And a little bit extra. He had his games or whatever, but he knew when right. mom was off, that was me time. And we would go everywhere together. We went on road trips. We'd go to dinner. And and he's so funny because in the morning, like actually just a little bit ago, he sent me a picture of a guy. And he's like, Mom, here's your future husband. And I'm like, damn it, son, stop. <laughs> he totally knows my type. <laughs> Not that I have a type, but... You know, he's oh, you know, we've always yeah. been open. He's always known about sexuality because I don't know what they put in the water around here in Houston, but you know, these junior high girls were, you know, had bodies, and I'm like, whoa, how old are you? Yeah. So Same. he and plus, I'm too, honey. <laughs> oh gosh, it's in, I'm telling you, it's in the water, but I'll never forget the first time I delivered a baby 
to an 11 year old mm-hmm. girl, 11 oh, years old. No, that's heartbreaking. And I think Jason was probably nine at the time. And I, oh. you know, I've, I've always been open with him and I, and I always told, and it was, it's, I don't know how to, you know, I was mom first, but we were best friends and we always listened to the same. He didn't have a choice. He had to listen to Depeche Mode because I had my, my headset to my belly when I was pregnant, you know, and <laughs> so no, we grew no, no, no. up, so funny. <laughs> we grew up like best friends. And so I would let, after homework was done, he would go to his, you know, his room and he'd play his games or play on the computer or whatever. And that would be my time to do me. And I would take a bath or, you know, and I would just be me. And so he knew very early on, you know, he needed kid time. I needed mom time and we needed mom and son time. Yeah. And he's he's a psychic also. So we needed to vibe with each other. And I didn't want him to grow up like I did in the psychic closet, so to say. <laughs> so, right, right. So I love that. what you said. You know that that your your mom first, and then and then your friend. Um, my my philosophy with my kids, um, and I've always told them, is that I have a mom a mom button, and I have a friend button. And if you if you need to talk to your friend, then you need to say, hey, I need to talk to my friend. And I always tell them, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to be disappointed in you. It doesn't mean that I'm not going to um, give you advice or encourage you in one way or the other. Um, but you know what it is, is? Is that our kids, they learn about sex from their friends. They learn about, you know, other life stuff from their friends because they're so afraid to go to their parents because they think they're going to get in trouble. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You come to me. I will, I will tell you everything, whatever you want to know, whatever you want to, you know, um, any of that stuff. Let's, let's talk about it because I don't want my kids to learn life things from people who don't even know what they're talking about. So I'm not there with you. Yes. And it's sad because there's so many things going on out there. And again, you know, I was working in the ER one night, and and this little girl came in. She was probably 13, 14, and she was having, you know, really bad cramps. And I was like, um, okay, you know, did you eat something bad? And she, you know, we putting we put her in a gown, and I was like, oh, you got a belly bump. <laughs> I said, oh, no. um, how how far along are you? She goes, what do you mean? And I said, yeah. uh, you're pregnant. She goes, no, I'm not. I said, honey that's what you're seeing right there that means there's a baby in there she yeah. goes no no and I talked to her about being you know if, if she was sexually active and she was like yes she was but I pee after every time oh no yeah no I was like oh baby bless your little heart you know yeah, and sure enough but it you're right you and and I did the same thing with Jay he always knew he could come to me for anything that he needed to know about sex or puberty or whatever. And I may not agree with what he's doing or what he wants or what he's thinking about doing, 
but I'm going to make sure that yes, I'm going to still give him all the tools that he needs to go through that process. Even if, because I mean, I can't be with him 24 seven. I can't, you know, constantly, you know, couldn't constantly watch him, but I made sure that he knew about protection. He knew about safety. He knew about consent. He knew, you know, all of that stuff. And I think, and even to this day, like I said, he's going to be 25. He still calls me and he, he's called into the show a few times and, and I'm just so amazed. He's, he's, like, yeah. <laughs> he's so awesome. Um, he's, you know, he's always told his friends, you need to talk to my mom. You need to call my mom. <laughs> my mom will help you. My right. mom will get you through this and stuff. So I, yeah. I and I hold that very dear to me because I love my mom to death. My mom and I are very close. I love you, mommy, in case you're listening tonight. But I know I've said this before. I'm 43 and I'm still waiting to hear about my period, you know? <laughs> exactly, right? You know, I couldn't go to my mom so and funny. ask her anything. Right. talk to her about right. any of it. So. Right. Same here. Yeah. My mom just said, she's like, she's like, sex, don't do it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm going to do it tomorrow because you said no. <laughs> you know? I was I was that rebellious kid. I was like three, you know, and and yeah, I learned I learned by trial and error, and I just think that it's so important, especially like um, you know about you know sex is just not just getting off, you know, it's about pleasure, it's about um you know being connected with your partner, and I think too many times that. That kids are not taught that. We're taught in school, okay, well, you know, you take the penis and you insert it into the vagina and you can get pregnant and you can have STDs. But I think that a lot of the intimacy part is left out. And, you know, that's the stuff that they're not learning from their kid or from their friends or, you know, from teachers at school or, you know, the internet. <laughs> Porn. Exactly. 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 You know, no, they don't teach. You know, that intimacy part, that psychological part of after your first time. And looking oh, back yeah, at, at my first time, I was, in, you know, it was, I waited a little bit, but I was stated after mm. the first time we broke up because it was with my son's dad. And I oh. remembered like, oh, my God, did this really just happen? Yeah, this just happened. And, you know, after that you know we were good but there was always that first breakup and I was mortified I was devastated like but no and kids now don't think about the emotional aspect of it you know girls get attached to to boys because they think oh you know I'm gonna have sex with you and we're a couple we're together and you know just because they're younger guys they still grow up to be bigger guys that still think like guys and (laughs) can still do that without the emotion part so yeah yeah you're so right they don't they just teach the physical aspect of sex and not the emotional aspect and I wish it would change but how are you going to teach that you know (laughs) a lot of people just easier to teach the um 
the penis into the vagina, the loved one into the 4th of July and, and, you know, going about your business, you know, nobody wants to get into the touchy feely part about getting hit in the feels, you know? Right. Uh, absolutely. That's, that's why, uh, you know, parents need to step up to the plate and, and do that and do that for their kids. So. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And that's a lot amazing. of parents, don't they're, they're scared to, because they think that oh, yeah. if you talk to your child about sex, you're giving them permission to have sex. Right. You and know, they, I, it's that, it, yeah, it's so funny that you say that because I remember the first sex talk I had with my son, he was, um, Oh my gosh, he was like eight or nine. He was so young. And I was I was in my bathroom and I was curling my hair and he came walking in and he's like talking, blah 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 and then and then we were looking at each other through the mirror and um he said something about sex and I was like I was like, What do you know about you know, what do you know about sex? And he's like, Well, it's when two people sleep together and I was like, Oh no, no. I was like, That's not that's not exactly it and I was like, Okay. I was like, here we go. I said, we're going to have this conversation. This is exactly what I said. We're going to have this conversation, and at any point in time, if you feel uncomfortable, then we will stop. But I want you to be able to ask me anything you want to know. And so I went through, I went through A to Z, you know. And then yeah. it was probably about, it was probably about half an hour to an hour conversation. It was pretty intense, but it was one of those where I wasn't turned to him, physically turned to him looking at him you know I was I was doing my hair I didn't stop just so it kind of put like the buffer in there kind of a little bit of comfortability and then you know we we finished up the conversation and then he's like at the end I'm like okay so we're good he's like yeah and so he's like okay so what happens when two girls do it and I was like oh god (laughs) I was like get the conversation another time we are not going there (laughs) that's a whole other Oprah show holy shit I was like, did you just say that to me? What the hell? Where in the hell did you get that from? I'm just like, oh my gosh. But and then, and then he came. He came to me. Um, oh boy, he was probably about fourteen, fifteen, and he had this girlfriend, and um, they were they were together for a while. And he came to me and he said, well, um, we're, we're, we really want to have sex. And I said, okay, well, let's sit down. Let's let's talk about it. I went through A to Z on pregnancy and all that other stuff, and he's like, I'm like, she's going to get pregnant. Oh, no, no, Mom, she's not going to get pregnant because we're going to use protection. I'm like, oh, you can totally get somebody pregnant. If they're on the pill, you can still get them pregnant. If you use condom and they're on the pill, they can still get pregnant. And um, so we went through the whole thing, and then so after, oh, my God, I was so proud of myself. After we were done talking about it, I said, I got up, I got up, and I went, and I grabbed my computer, my laptop, so parents out there, if you're listening to me right now, this totally worked for him. I grabbed, grabbed my laptop, came and sat down on the couch, and I pulled up herpes on penis. And all these pictures came up, and I was like, so let's talk about STDs and what they can do to your penis. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. Gruesome, absolutely gruesome. Well, he never had sex with her. <laughs> so it, that worked. <laughs> It totally works, and I have done the same. I'm telling you, we are separated at birth. I'm telling you, just (laughs) it took you know it took a while for us to reconnect, but we did. (laughs) But I'm loving it. Same, you know. Here's pictures. This is what happens when you you don't you know cover up and take and and even on my you know my 
morning show and even on here, I'm always talking about safe sex, consensual sex, because I get right. people that message me and they're like, um, can you get pregnant if you pull out? Um, can you get an STD even if you're, you know, if it's oral or, you know, whatever. Right. I'm like, yeah. you can get an STD, you know, if if you're not it, anywhere you're touching that yeah. area to your body, it, it you know. You're vulnerable. You're, yeah, exactly. And, um, you know, one of the big, one conversation that I had not that long ago with a, with, uh, a caller was, he he had he has you know herpes and he takes medication mm-hmm. for you know mm-hmm. for the rest of his life but because he hasn't had any outbreaks he's like I don't use anything I'm like are you smoking crack because oh, crack kills yeah. honey don't right. do it Mabel don't do it <laughs> <laughs> and he's like I've never you know I can honestly say that all of my lovers they have told me that they haven't had anything and I'm like. Well, yet, <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't chance it because that's what I tell people. Yeah. Don't chance it. It's it takes just that one time to, you know, be in the heat of the moment. And I remember telling my my child, you know, he was going to his first boy girl party, and you know, and I've told others the same thing. You can the girls are going to tell you I'm on the pill. I'm not going to get pregnant. Oh and, yeah, no, no, no. Uh, I just put it in or, Don't you know, it. it's okay. You just pull out. I'm like, no, you, yeah, it, no. You, your brain's not thinking at the moment. You should always be right. prepared. <laughs> you're like, mom. Oh, you're playing with fire. Yes. I mean, yeah. even if it's the same thing, you just get so wrapped up. You're not thinking. And then you're like, oh, okay. I'm pregnant or, oh yeah, there's something going on down there. You know, it's right. Yeah. Yeah, we need to take this on the road. We totally need to be on the road preaching to the masses. <laughs> we totally do. Let's do it. Let's go on tour. We'll go to schools. We'll do this in schools. I know. I know. That would be so awesome. So, you know, one of the things I, I like to tell women to is. You know, whether you're in a relationship or not, always, because I'm coming down to the last nine minutes here, rekindle. You know, it again, I know I touched on this just a little bit ago where you are with your lover. But even if you're single, if you're single dad, you're single mom or, you know, make sure that you just do something for yourself. And for me, I'm... I am. It, it doesn't have to be the Victoria's Secrets or the Fredericks of Hollywood or anything like that. I'm perfectly content in just a t-shirt and sitting with my hair up and no contacts on and just my glasses and no makeup. And yeah. that for me, that's my goddess. That's my sexy. That's how I feel my most divine. And mm-hmm. everybody has their version of that. So for me, in a sense, that's rekindling my romance because I'm already in that practice. So if I ever get a man, I'm still holding out for Dave Gone from Depeche Mode in case he's listening tonight. 
I will do my best to see what I can do to get him to listen. How's that? A full free. <laughs> you know, and, you know that he's. I know he's probably getting ready to go on tour here soon. But you know, just in case he's just happens to be on Blog Talk tonight and listening, you know, I'm already in practice. So I've already got it. <laughs> but yes, it's, it is very <laughs> important. It's 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 very important to me that I don't lose my sexy, you know, because when I go to the, and even for me to go to the gym or to go belly dance, I'm bringing my sexy back. I'm bringing that divine, you know, you have to have that yin and that yang, you know, the divine feminine with Mm -hmm. the masculine. And it goes for guys too. They're like, what the hell? Divine feminine in me? You have to, we all are the yin and the yang. Because sometimes, I get lost in the masculine and because mm-hmm. I am, oh, yeah. like, uh, you know, I just want somebody to change the oil for me or change the windshield wipers <laughs> or something. I don't want to have to think about it. You know, Hey, it's right. time for the oil change. Well, here are the keys. Go do it. <laughs> exactly. You know, so. and, and you know what also when you're, when you're in a relationship, it's just showing up being um, in that moment and just showing up for your partner is just so magical. And, and I have my most magical moments and those moments, you know, when I look at my partner and I just can see the desire in his eyes and, and just like a, a moment where we just catch each other's eyes and, and I could feel it, you know, I could feel it all the way to my bones and I'm like, Oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, and it's, it's all about quality, quality time too with your partners and, and allowing each other to, to be in that moment and be vulnerable. Exactly. Yeah. Like we was talking about earlier is to be vulnerable and, and not, you know, take, I, I always say, leave it at the door. Don't bring it into the bedroom. You know, even, you know, it's one thing to, you know, when you walk in your front door, you leave work and you leave, you know, every issues outside and you're in your domain with your kids, your family and your, you know, whatever. But when you go into, and I'm talking about this next month, when you go into your bedroom, that is your sacred space. That is, your bed is now like your altar. And that you, and once you cross over that threshold into your bedroom, you it is about you and your your partner your lover and you know and 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 it, that's like a whole other filter you know nothing penetrates that you know oh yeah there's, there's yeah. no negative there's no arguing there's you know yeah there's a place and a time to talk about you know whatever issues you may have with kids or work or whatever but i always say put take that outside take it to the backyard or something but don't bring that energy to to confuse the sensual energy, that orgasmic right. energy, that kundalini right. energy in the bedroom with everything else. That is sacred. And even though, like I said, I am I go upstairs to my treehouse. And my treehouse is basically my bed because I'm yeah. vertically challenged at like five, two and three quarters. <laughs> Yeah, and my bed, the top of my bed comes to the top of my chest, so I literally have to climb up into it. My son's like, Mom, that's like a damn treehouse. 
you know, you know, and I just I have to say, Monica, because I I have friends who have done this, and I am not I I never did this, and I never did this for for a reason. People, if if you are bringing your kids into your bed and you were sleep, your kids are sleeping in your bed with you, you're missing out on an opportunity for intimacy. And it's not just sexual intimacy with your partner. You're missing out. Or if you, or if you're a single parent, that is your, like you were saying, that is your, that's your divine space. That is your space. And, um, Oh my gosh, I, I never did. All my kids, they slept in their own bed and they'd have nightmares. I'd go to their room, you know, but exactly. they don't want yes. to get them in the habit because that, my bed is the only space that I really have in the house. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and you, like you said, you miss out on that opportunity. And then somebody, it's usually the guy or some, you know, they're talking oh, about, wow. yeah, they're cock blocking us. You know, we don't have any intimate time. Well, because you've now trained them to sleep there. You know, Jason, I was down the last few minutes, but, you know, Jason was very sick child and had, you know, severe asthma. And I would sleep sitting up with him either in his bed or on the couch because I was afraid, you know, mm-hmm. he was gonna, his asthma attacks were horrible. Long story short, I never brought that in to the bedroom. I always made sure, you know, like you said, I would go to him. But you see too many people with, and, and, you know, if you do that and you're fine with it, okay. But, you know, like Naomi said, you're missing that opportunity to connect. And that is very sacred. And like I said, I go up to my treehouse. I take my cup of tea. And yes, I have TV up there because my guilty pleasure is binge watching, you know, shows that I haven't watched during the week, especially Vikings. That's like <laughs> porn for me. <laughs> That's awesome. I've never, I've never seen it. Oh, <laughs> I'm an impossible God. jokers type girl. I love watching that show. Uh, what show? Impractical jokers. Oh, yes, 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 yes. And, you know, oh, even even Elvis Presley, my dog, mm-hmm. he has his own. He's he doesn't sleep in the bed because he's old, and I don't want him falling off. But I have twelve pillows and two body pillows in my bed, and I strategically oh, that's my kind of bed. <laughs> I am truly the princess in the pea up there. But you know, he has his own treehouse on the you know next to my bed, but. That's sacred space. We are down to almost like a minute and a half. So I just want to do a few shout outs. Okay. Um, okay. T's Boudoir Photography. She did my photo shoot. Oh, beautiful. Last, uh, when was it? Uh, in November. I was up in the mountains in New Mexico and she did my photo shoot. And she showed me other ones that I was not about to put on Facebook. But it was my Boudoir photo shoot and it was amazing. She travels, y'all. So make sure you go check her out. That's TV Boudoir Photography, um, and she you can find her website at TZ Photography Three, the number the number three dot com. Also Holistic Sex Education dot com with Renee Savant. Go get the ebook. Which Mama's Bible and Porn Never Taught You About Sex. You can catch me every morning on Rock Rage Radio, ten to noon, keeping it sexy with Monica Lee. Thank you so much, Naomi. How can we find you? Where, where are you guys at? Um, 
Thank you. So you can actually listen to our podcast on honestbrutality.com, and we are on Rock Rage Radio as well. Every Saturday at 1 p.m. Pacific and 4 p.m. Eastern, you can find me on my personal Facebook page. That's Naomi Renee. Um, so, yeah, we are we are out there. Come check out our, our podcast episodes if you're into rock and roll and heavy metal. You're going to love it. These guys are fabulous. Thank you so much. I have had a blast. It went too Thank quick, you. but I've had a blast. Thank you so much for Thank coming you. on. I appreciate it. Cal- I, I needed this. This was amazing. It was better than Calgon. <laughs> it was. Thank you. <laughs> so from my front porch to y'all, with all my love, I will see you next time. Awesome. Bye. Bye.